What's up, everyone? This is uh, episode 13 of uh, the TorontoGameDevs.com podcast. Um, one of your hosts, Steve, main dude behind TorontoGameDevs.com. Uh, this is the Extra Life edition, so if, I, if I'm if i sort of uh, sporadic or not paying attention, it's because I'm playing the castle game right now uh, because of Extra Life. Uh, so I'm going to lean on my two co-hosts, uh, Brett from Heart so. Circle. Thanks, <laughs> South. Uh, and we have Dan as well from, uh, well, I guess Freelancer Dan, we'll call you that. How's it going, boys? <laughs> Freelancer Dan. <laughs> it sounds like a superhero, actually. <laughs> you could say that. You are, uh, you are like a freelancer, right? Like, you, like. Yeah, yeah, totally freelance. I mean, I do a lot of work for just music production houses in the city and just game, game devs and stuff like that, so. Most of most of my work over the last few weeks has been working on one kids show, and it is, it's you know a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's kind of uh, kind of intense right now, but uh, but it's good. You know, it's a good thing. Cool. Got to go through periods of that, right? <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Um, so we're going to start this show like we start off uh, every other show, I think, uh, with the rant rant time. What's the official name of this? Rant hype, rant time, rant machine. What are we? What are we going to call it? I think it's just rant time. Rant time, okay. or daily, ra- weekly, weekend rants, or week, week weekly rants. <laughs> weekly rants. Uh, I I do have something, but uh, I'm kind of in the middle of a round right now. So I'm gonna, does anyone else have anything? You got something, Brett? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need well, me to go I, first? Because apparently I just piss you off so much that. <laughs> but I, I have I actually have this one queued up because it's actually kind of recent. Oh, okay. So it's not like a it's a it's a minor rant, but I I like going to the swimming pool. And <laughs> the old the old watering the hole. old watering cold right <laughs> and like it's an adult swim so usually there's like lanes, and I really hate the type of people. Well, I shouldn't say hate because I don't know them. I just like the people who just go to float, <laughs> and like. <laughs> cause chaos for the lane swimmers because we're all swimming our lanes and i'm a slow swimmer i'm not fast i'm not olympian or anything i'm no phelps so i <laughs> i swim at my pace and actually i'm a regular and the people know that i swim slow so they laugh at me but it's fine um but these people who just float and get in the way and it's just oh, it annoys me every time like just I, floating I, I, in the middle of the lane yeah, they just sit there, float around. Talk. Like, they grab the little water noodle and, like, just sit there on it and just float and just, like, you know, talk about politics. And I'm that just seems like, offside. Isn't there, like, a time of the day for floaters to, to come out to the pool? I, I thought there was a time of day for float, float day, but uh, I guess it happens <laughs> that the open adult swim is you can do whatever you want. I guess I could go off the diving board if I chose to, but usually most people who go at that time of day just do lanes and then there's always like these random group of people who do floats and just float and do nothing for an hour it's weird yeah, they just got to give them a floater lane yeah to chill I out wish. i wish i could just like cause a big enough like tsunami wave to float them outside <laughs> and just be like get away from us we're trying to swim over here you gotta do the and, cannonball <laughs> yeah i should do one actually <laughs> And then, like, I don't, I'm not complaining about anyone who's a new swimmer because you're a new swimmer. You, you know, I give you the space for that. But it's just those people who can swim and just float. 
and do nothing and talk about like how well Justin Trudeau is doing. It's like, okay, that's great. Go yeah. float outside at the cafe. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my rant about swimming swimmers right now. Justified. Yeah, uh, I can hear that. Uh, Dan, what uh, what pissed you off this week? Was it you, swimmers? You know or? what, man? No, man. I, I, honestly, I've been working so intensely pretty much every day that there has been nothing. I haven't had zero interaction with the outside world pretty much. Nice. So, yeah, <laughs> Brent, nothing. Brent loves that. Yeah. Nothing, <laughs> nothing has got my goat really this week except for the fact that I haven't seen much sunlight. That's pretty much it. Mm. The sun has been nice. Man, yeah, for, uh, it was like Thursday or Friday was like brutal out. But other than that, it was kind of a nice week, dude. You missed out. I'm sorry. Yeah, I would not know, man. I, I've got a window in my studio, rather large window, so I get to see the colors. Nice. But uh, aside from that, I have not stepped foot outside unless it was to grab the mail. That's about it. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty intense. You should take like a little break and go for like a walkabout. Like even yeah. I do, because like I I know I understand what you're saying. Like when you're in the work zone, oh you're totally. In the work zone. Yeah. But like I make sure I take like I take an hour. I'm gonna go hit up Timmy's, get myself a little coffee. Oh man, I got some good rants about Tim Hortons, but that's different. They could sponsor us someday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep that off the record. But uh, yeah. Well, I got I got a vocalist coming in today to sing all the female parts on these kids songs. Oh, nice. and uh, and yeah, like whenever she comes, especially because now I'm you know I can't just do a marathon with someone else in my studio. I gotta make sure that mm-hmm. they have breaks as well, right? So yeah, we're singing on six tracks today and it takes a while plus we gotta i've gotta do my part she's gonna do her parts we gotta edit and tune put it all together mix it up and uh we could just like basically we could get two done and then we're like okay let's go on a 15 minute walk around the block or something like that you know next time when you're doing this stuff tell me because i want to i want to come and watch i've always been interested in it in that process so yeah it's cool i'm excited to do some uh some like voiceover work and stuff with you man i think that'd be fun well, I think I'm open next week. Just saying. Ah, shit. <laughs> Sounds like someone just died. <laughs> no, I just. All I could hear is, oh, shit. I wasn't paying attention, and one of my uh, archers got, like, possessed or something. I don't really know how that works. I'm going to pause for my rant. So. Your turn. You're up. Yeah. So, lately, I've been kind of having these, like, stomach issues. Uh-oh. And uh, I went to the doctor to kind of like finally get this checked out, oh. and uh, it could be—it's unknown what it is. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But it's—and uh, it's never anything to kind of take me out of commission. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's just always like kind of a minor annoyance. Yeah. Um, and so the it, there's like a two-step process here. Uh, it's two weeks of low aesthetic food and like taking Zantax twice a day. By the way, I need to go take that. But. Like everything is aesthetic. Like tomatoes is uh, is kind of like highly aesthetic. So like pasta and pizza is oh, man, you know yeah. it's not out of bounds, but it's like kind of cut back on that. And then the other two weeks is no lactose whatsoever. So no milk, no cheese, nothing. Even like some bread if it has any sort of like milk in it. And it's just right. like it's going to be like such a pain in the ass. So I opted out for the less aesthetic stuff first mm-hmm. because that's going to be easier than cutting out like milk for my life. Uh, and plus, I was just like, uh, I love pizza and I love cheese, so it's going to be difficult. So it's just kind of like paying the ass. I already <laughs> I ordered pizza today, so I'm kind of screwing myself over. But mm-hmm. um, it wasn't like cut out aesthetic food altogether. It was just sort mm-hmm. of like taper back. 
Are you trying to figure out like what the deal is, like if you have a lactose allergy or if you have like a gluten thing or? Yeah, because like, I don't like I can never. I I more than sorry I want to pause. <laughs> I can never uh, I can never like link it to a particular food. And mm. my girlfriend and I always eat the same food, and she's not having drink these a issues. Lot of pop. Uh, a fair amount. Not, I don't know. What would you call a lot? I drink like a can a day at lunch. Mm. Um. So. I don't know, like, what it could be. And this has been going on for, like, quite a while, like, a few months now. Mm-hmm. And so... When do you notice it happen the most? Um, definitely, like, after a kind of a big meal. What's in that big meal, usually? Like, is it something, like, extra spicy or a mixture of everything? No, I don't really do spicy food. And that was... So mm. the, the reason why this is ranty is because all the food that I'm supposed to cut out now is the food that I love. So it's mm. going to be really, really freaking difficult. Yeah, it's um, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's it's. I can link it to all sorts of things. There's times where I'm like, okay, that was because I was I'm lactose intolerant. Like mm. I'm getting rocked right now because I had you know beef stroganoff, which had like cheese and a lot of milk in it and all this stuff. Yeah. But then you know I'll have like a blizzard and I'll be fine. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. So hmm. I don't know. It's kind of it's it's like. Week one of a month loss, month long process of like figuring out what the hell is going on. Good luck. Does yeah. Blizzard actually have like real milk ice cream in it, or is it just like plastic flakes? I'll answer that in a second while I go get the pizza at <laughs> my front door right now. Carry on, boys. All right. This segue is sponsored by Pizza 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 Limited. <laughs> we were talking about breakfast pizza this morning Yeah, it was, I, I saw the tweet I tweeted in there Oh, yes, yes, you did, yeah I, I snuck a couple in there Really, when you think about it Breakfast pizza really just means getting some eggs up in there Because they already have all the other ingredients, don't they? Pretty oh, yeah. much Yeah Sprinkle some uh, scrambled eggs up on there You got breakfast pizza Yeah, yeah Unless then you unless. butter like the, the oh man this could work. What about if it was a pancake instead of pizza dough? Hmm, that could be cool. I love pancakes. So. Yeah, pizza delivery yeah. boy, right at right live on the air. <laughs> <laughs> so while I'm ranting all about that, I ordered pizza because uh, it's extra life, and I don't know. Now's the time. Yeah, I like how you can get a pizza delivery at 11 a.m. I don't even think they start delivering pizzas in Hamilton that early. <laughs> so I went. To, I was. It was like uh, at like nine in the morning. I tweeted if it's like okay to get pizza this early, and yeah. everyone was like, "Yeah, obviously." So I ordered it, and not really thinking what time it was, the app was just like, "You can't order pizza this early. Like we're not open." <laughs> so then you can order for like a future time, mm-hmm. and uh, the earliest was 11:15 a.m. So it's just like. Yep, done. And it's early too, man. It's eleven oh six. Yeah. So, well, I tipped him well. Nice. nice. So while I was ranting about all the things I had to cut back, um, I still ordered pizza, but <laughs> you know, YOLO. Um, YOLO. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's my rant. It's just I'm not looking forward to. It. It's mostly the lactose that's going to be the toughest because that's actually like cutting it out straight up, like no butter even. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the hell I'm going to do. It's just going to be broccoli and broccoli, <laughs> broccoli and chicken. I guess the entire. You can time. be a vegetarian, man. It's easy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Brett's got that going on. Full time vegetarian is difficult. Vegetarian really. meals are fine for me. I mean, but you're not straight up vegan, right? Like you eat you eat lots of stuff aside from from. Uh, oh, me, I I will eat eggs and cheese, but yeah. I've actually cut back a lot of cheese oh. and dairy in general. But yeah. 
There's cool. a game idea in there somewhere. <laughs> you got to cut back on the dairy, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll see. Maybe. We'll find out. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that's so my, much drama. Uh, that's that's my rant. Um, cool. I, I, I thought I had another one, but I don't remember right now. So, uh, rant time over. On to the hype machine. Hype, 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 hype. Does anyone have anything hype-worthy? Uh, well, hmm. I'll just quickly hype Extra Life because I want to post. Yeah, this. You might as well. Yeah, because I'm, I'm normally the so normally the podcast would be uh, <clears throat> Patreon early exclusive for like 24 hours. That's not going to be mm-hmm. the case today, just because it's Extra Life and I got pizza on the air live, so why not? Um, so I'm going to post this like as soon as basically as soon as we're done. Sounds good. Cool. And uh, yeah, so Extra Life. I put the stream on uh, on the website. You can donate. Uh, thank, thank you to everyone who's donated so far. Uh, I'll top out, or I'll I'll donate as well, like some point today. Um, cool. You've already crushed your goal. I saw that. Yeah, I, I set a low goal because basically I didn't I didn't like promote this as much as I really should have. So I was just like, I'll set a low goal, and then by the end of it, uh, if I don't hit that, like if I get no donations, I'm comfortable. You top it up. With, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable with a hundred dollar donation. Mm-hmm. But I'll probably I'll do fifty bucks like at some point today. But um. Thank you to everyone who's voted or not voted, who's uh, donated, and uh, you can check out the stream. I'm playing Toronto Game Devs mostly throughout the day. Metal Gear Solid Five and and Resident Evil is also on the the agenda. But your Twitch stream says you're offline right now. Yeah, I turned it off because of the podcast. So I didn't want oh, to. right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, um, but I am playing right now. Um, I'm yeah, actually pretty stoked about. Uh, <clears throat> what uh what the patreons got in october pretty yeah. happy about that yeah so uh while i'm damn it i just started the round <clears throat> um actually let's talk about that because that was part of the thing with september as well actually yeah because in september or sorry in october uh there was the interview with megan uh burn uh, as well as like some codes for guacamole and uh cryptarch Mm-hmm. That went to the Patreons. So far this month, it's been the interview with Alex from Pixel Knots, which we'll talk about. Uh, the podcast, um, Phantom PI, which is coming out, <laughs> which I'll uh, send out soon. And what was the other thing? Uh, was there another game? Um, there was an, oh, it was uh, Super Indie Carts from. Uh, oh, yeah. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I didn't get my key. <clears throat> no, neither did Dan. But I know Dan had already had one, right? Yeah, I already had one. But yeah. it's pretty sweet, man. Like that's, you know, it's totally worth it. I mean, I'm obviously I'm a, you know, Patreon or whatever, and for five bucks, I'm, you know, I've been getting a bunch of free stuff. Clean up. So <laughs> yeah, cleaning up. Uh, so yeah, contrib- contribute. It helps out a lot. It's it's anything that. So my my rule of thumb is anything that goes to the Patreon or anything coming from the Patreon is going directly to the site, uh, and then like Google Ads, which like doesn't bring in a lot, but that's going to go to something who knows but patreon is fully dedicated to just going to the website i have a full-time job so i don't need this like income to Mm -hmm. make up and it's not really even enough to live on anyways but basically like the first round was to just pay off for the website for the full year and then i'm trying to think of other stuff so it's just like sitting in like my patreon account and i don't know what to do with it yet but it's going to go to the website right on nice uh and while we're uh while we're talking about Patreon as well, there, 
I'm going to try to get some more stuff throughout the month, but I'm also want to give a shout out to uh, Eric, Anthony, EM, Stephen, Brian, Dan, Renaud, Rory, and Chris. Um, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. It's awesome. Yeah. So that's my hype. I'm going to go back to Castle Game while you guys hype up something. Uh, <laughs> so Game Dev Drinks is in two weeks now. On November 18th, uh, Sego Sego is going to be there. So, you know, get your tickets. They're on Eventbrite. So that's one thing, the hype. I'm yeah. excited to check that out. That's going to be awesome. I mean, I've, I've talked to some representatives from Sego Sego at like Bipazar and stuff like that. And I like all their sort of plush toys and books. And, and I've played their apps with uh, with my little niece, Valerie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they're really cute, really fun. It was kind of, kind of addicting. Even for me, I was kind of like, here, give me that. Nice. <laughs> I want to I <laughs> figure out all the stuff there is in here. You know what I mean? So they're really well put together. Yeah, I actually really like the the like the whole package too. Like, I I only heard about them when I was working in Ottawa and I was job hunting and I was like, oh, maybe I'll stay in the uh, educational field a little bit longer. And they had an applicate uh, uh, a posting and stuff. So I was researching them back then. I was like, man, their stuff is so well put together. And I was comparing to the place I currently was working at, and I'm like, holy. You know, like hmm. we're not even on the same level as these guys. So I look forward to just uh, actually just talking war stories with them. So because yeah, the yeah. educational game field is, it's crazy. So, is it, eh? oh yeah, it's crazy. I know crazy. the the girl who's actually coming later to record vocals. Her name's Corey Pop, and she's fantastic. She's like an amazing vocalist. She's released a few singles. Um, and she's also uh, released an entire album of like kids' music called "Songs for Little Bean." Yeah, and parents love them because for like preschoolers and toddlers and stuff like that, it just puts them right to sleep. It's just mm-hmm. it's a really cool. It's all lullabies and it's all completely a cappella vocals that she like recorded herself. Right. Um, but she worked on a on a kids app called Homer for a while, which is like a, a learn like you know for I guess to teach kids how to read. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, she had some interesting battle stories about how that whole thing went down and how, and what the budgets are like and mm-hmm. whatnot. I can imagine for, for devs, the competition's pretty fierce out there, eh? Mm-hmm. And it's like, even on the level of the educational side of things, like, like disregard the game, mm-hmm. think about the educating and that alone is complicated because right. there's like the common core curriculum and stuff. Like I can go on all day about the new rules of educating kids and trying to gamify it and how the, it's just crazy. Like, so, so do you have to follow a oh, yeah. set of rules or, or is it something where you can come, you can break the rules? No, uh, uh, you can't really break the rules. Not well, it's not where I was playing, uh, working. I oh, wish I, I could have broke the rules because I think I could have made learning a little bit more fun instead of following the rules. But then you're not teaching them how they're teaching in school, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you got to kind of watch the stupid rules. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Uh, an interesting event. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should tell uh, your audio girl to come out. Yes. Yes. That's a great idea. I'm, I'm going to tell her to come out. I'll bring her out. There's a, uh, you know, yeah, uh, I hope, I hope we get a, a really awesome turnout because um, so far it seems to be growing every month. Yeah. yeah, I think we're already up to like 18 tickets in the first week, which is like a record for people just picking them up. So Nice. 
Yeah, and the tickets. I mean, I know for me personally, I know I'm going to go. So if I see the Eventbrite coming through, sometimes I don't just go through the, the process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I've done it any time ever. It's okay, guys. <laughs> but you might you might find that that's the case, you know, with, with regulars at, at that point. They're like, you know, you're going to go. You see the same face all the time, and then they, oh, they yeah. just show up. So yeah. you, you might not see – well, you, you might still see ticket sales climb, but uh, they might not necessarily reflect the numbers of people that end up going because – Oh, yeah. Because well, we ended up having like 40, 45 people at the last one, right? Yeah. And I actually thought that one wasn't going to do too well because of like how last minute it was. But people still showed up and it was still pretty packed, which was great. So Yeah, it was awesome. It was a good night. And then jazz after. Yep. Cat and fiddle. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I had to do the jazz stuff. <laughs> you had to go home and work. It's all right. Yeah. I, yeah, we understand. I got up at like 630 uh to, to go to work the next day or whatever, plus mm. all that other stuff, plus driving home and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, you live in a completely different city. I had to guilt trip uh, Brett to come in out, but he had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I think if 13 a.m. didn't go, then I wouldn't have went. I would have just said, screw it, but the whole crew went with you, and I'm like, uh, I better go. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad if I didn't then. No, it's all good. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Dan, you got anything to hype up, or...? I got one more thing. Oh, okay, well, it's sorry. Not hype. It's like a follow-up to the event that happened. Okay. Is that a different segue segment? No, no. Hype. <laughs> post-hype? Hype it up. Hype is hype. <laughs> so uh, let me see what day was that. Wednesday, November 4th, was the Interactive Ontario event right. that happened in Hamilton at uh, Commotion on King. And the turnout was very good. Like 80. Yeah, it was, it was actually quite packed. It was a lot of stuff. It was a long day. So there was a good mixture of uh, students there. Not a lot of local uh, video game studios, but I'll take the blame for that. I didn't get the hype out, I guess, well enough to people. But it was a good turnout, so I look forward to the next one. And there should be another one coming up soon for Toronto, and I'll post that when I find out, since I'm kind of in the loop with the Interactive Ontario stuff. So I'll be updating the, the events. Beautiful. Wicked. But yeah, it was a great event. Lots of good information. I actually, they had like a good uh, one hour uh, round table of like uh, horror stories in the sense or what what would I do differently kind of thing now that oh. I've been in the industry so long. It was actually pretty, pretty informative. What, uh, like, what were sort of the common themes? Can you remember any that that stuck out because that sounds pretty interesting i wish i, I wish i could have gone but i've just been swamped the last little while a lot of it was like a lot of the, like a big common theme was is like go hard when you're young but when you get older you start to realize how important family and time is and like mm-hmm. it's like you know i they would go i'm doing 20 hours a day because i don't care this is my life and then eventually they're like once you have the wife and then you have the children you start to think like oh i wasted so much time as a like in as a kid just by doing 20 hour shifts you know and not thinking about work life like work life was a huge uh work life balance yeah the work life balance was a very huge uh huge component of the stories that were going on and it's like yeah that makes sense so yeah totally that's that's really interesting to me too because like obviously you know i'm, I'm at that stage right now and i just finished talking about how crazy yeah. it's been over the last week i've been pulling 20 hour days every day pretty much mm-hmm. um i mean for me it's kind of one of those things where i'd like to get that um performing rights that royalty sort of gravy chain rolling for me when mm-hmm. i'm a little bit younger <clears throat> So that, you know, <clears throat> I can have that the the royalty sort of helping me out. 
yeah. when I'm when I want to take that time off. Yeah. And uh, you know, that's sort of that's sort of the plan I'm gearing towards. But yeah, the work life balance thing is is interesting because mm-hmm. I find I find the internet. I'm not sure about you, Brett, but like when I'm sitting down at the computer and I'm working on something that a brief from a dev or or yeah. a brief from like a music production house or something like that. Um, going, you know, I've done a lot of them at this point. So sometimes, you know, I'll go to load up a plugin that might take a, a five seconds to load, and then I pop up a browser and I start surfing Reddit for a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. So five seconds turns into two and a half minutes of wasted time, <laughs> and and I'm just like, no, I can't do this because I'm, I'm going to be able to crush this work so much faster. Those two and a half minutes add up a lot over the course yeah. of time. I, I, I started agree. using this thing called Freedom. Mm-hmm which is just uh, an app I pull up and I go, okay, so for the next 480 minutes, my, my uh, internet connection doesn't exist on this computer. Yeah. So okay. nothing, like I can't get, you know, I'll have my phone off to, uh, on the other side of the room just in case there's an important email or text yep. that I need to answer. But, uh, but like I get no emails, my browser doesn't work, you know, mm-hmm. there's no messaging, there's no Skype, there's nothing. And then That's that, w- mm-hmm. yeah, I just, for me, it's, it's brilliant because I find myself still having that sort of like Pavlov's dog thing going in the back mm-hmm. of my head. Like as soon as something takes a second to load, I'll, I'll pull up the browser and then I'll be like, there's nothing there. Oh yeah, that's right. I put on freedom. I get rid of it and I get back to work. You know yeah. what I mean? And, uh, that's, that, that's important because, because then I have more time to spend with, with Katie, watch a movie in mm-hmm. the evening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Something. for me, uh, with like work life balance in general, um, I, I work constantly. Like mm-hmm. I don't find the time to take the break usually unless it's like time with my girlfriend or, uh, now I'm going to the gym and swimming, right? Like those are like my breaks, but I find like I'm working pretty much when I wake up <laughs> Right. Till, okay. I'll say I actually, I probably physically start working at 8am and I go until maybe 9pm Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty much it. And that's if no one bugs me, like no girl around, nothing like that, you know, and that's just like a normal day for me. Yeah, and I kind of okay. look at it and like, yeah, I should take a little bit more time to, you know, smell the roses, relax. But I just like making, I love just doing what I do. That's the downside. <laughs> Cause I'm so passionate about what I do. I just want to just do it. So well, yeah, I mean, in that way, it's, it is almost its own form of balance because it's also kind of your hobby and it's mm-hmm. and uh, and your work and, you know, just something that you really like to do. So, yeah, so it does, you know, there's some balance that way as well. But like, yeah, it's it is difficult. Like, yeah. I, I definitely, you know, finding that that degree of balance because your work's better, too, when you have balance. I find. Yeah, I find I, I agree. I think uh, you get too tunnel visioned if you just plug away 20 hours a day every single day you kind of lose the direction so it's always good to just like try to take a break and go get that like one hour tim hortons break Mm. like yeah even in the amount even in this type of work that you're doing right Mm -hmm. so you could be say you know working on a particular game uh, for a, like a long stretch of time, and mm-hmm. then maybe you go and design something else, like a, a GUI or something, for a completely different game, and 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 have a new outlook. Yeah, you know, I, I find that with music all the time. Like I could be working, like for instance, this show, which is, you know, breaking my back a little bit over the last month. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, as soon as I do a different type of work, like an ad or or um. Oh, um, some music for a game mm-hmm. I'm, I'm completely rejuvenized like that wasn't even an issue you know yeah I so agree. 
And I'm so, making yeah. like three games right now, so an animal. Yeah. <laughs> Get to my level, kids. <laughs> so what's That's next? the message today? <laughs> For all those young students out there going, well, I don't feel like making a game today. It's like I'm making three, so simultaneously. <laughs> Like just start making stuff. Plus, we came is, we came up with your fourth one before we went on there. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Phantom Pie. <laughs> Phantom Pie. <laughs> That's gonna be a great game. I'm telling you. Uh, I actually had a lot of students too uh, come up to me at the interactive Ontario <laughs> event, just like talking to me, uh, more so than usual. Like the student factor in Hamilton's starting to pick up a bit, which is nice. So, and that's all I was telling them the whole time. I'm like, guys, start making games. Like, don't just sit there and listen to what your teacher tells you all day. When you go home, start making stuff, mm-hmm. or else you're just gonna rot. Oh, well, I read uh, your interview there with Alex from Pixel Knots. Mm-hmm. Segue. Yeah, that's uh, oh, oh snap, good segue. So let's segue into the news time. News, <laughs> news, news, news. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's let's talk about that interview with uh, Alex, who uh, he's the co-founder of uh, Pixelnauts. Uh, Lost Orbit just came out. Uh, that was a few months ago. August. I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm going to be playing it a little, like later on today. Sweet. It's, uh, it's definitely like a fun game, um, and uh, I think it's like a two, three-person studio. But the history is kind of interesting because, uh, as most kind of locals, I guess, know, like back in the day, like St. Catharines was. Um, Eternal Darkness Studio, um, mm-hmm. Silicon Knights, yeah, and uh, so he kind of started there, and then did some. They did some contract work after that kind of fell apart with uh, another game. Um, but while I'm playing the Castle game, yeah, do you want to segue into that? <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what was interesting for me was uh, in relation to what Brett was talking about about you know just lots of people popping up and making games, and not just in Toronto, but you know in the St. Catharines area and the rest of sort of southern Ontario. Um, you know, it, it, they had their one. They were called Generator at One. It was mm-hmm. called the place where they were working. And then, you know, shortly after, they were the only game studio there. And then shortly after, you get Phantom Compass there. And then uh, there was another one now, and and and, it's, and the name escapes me. But but you know, like even he was starting to notice like all of these other companies sort of surrounding them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and it's good because it's a communal uh, thing. You know, it's not like some businesses where you're always pitching for work not like construction businesses that are always pitching to do this or pitching to do that and and yeah. uh, and quoting and all the rest of it it's you know it's more of a community and they work together and, and and it's not it's not necessarily like a threat or anything like that it's more like you know hey what are you guys working on let's feed off each other let's learn from each other and, and work on things and you know GDD is really good for that mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it's just really cool to uh, to see how, how it's growing Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I agree. You, so you can check out that interview uh, on the website. It was a Patreon early exclusive too. So, oh, my battery's done. Uh, another thing yeah. that I found that was interesting with the Pixel Knots interview with Alex was how, and and um, maybe you could chime in on this, Brett. But he he mentioned like how he they had specific goals for the game, you know, and, and their idea of what the design was going to be. Mm-hmm. But then once people started playing it, um. 
and they started to realize that it was parts of the game that they didn't even necessarily consider important uh, that were sort of coming to the forefront. Everybody loved, instead of, you know, the, the whole idea of, of sort of trajectory and and sort of very refined gameplay, they just loved going fast and smashing into planets and, and dying a lot and having fun with it, right? <laughs> yeah. So then they started to shift it towards that angle a little bit more. And I was kind of like, oh, that's that's interesting. Like, you know... I guess you could have like a game design document or whatever and really have a, a plan, but then really start to incorporate what the players are feeling yeah. and, and, and what the game is actually telling you it needs mm-hmm. and, and, and start and start to deviate from that plan to make something more enjoyable, I guess. Yeah. It's have you experienced like, that? Oh, yeah. Like even when it's uh, so like working on Pixel Jones, uh, we knew the plan, right? Like we're like, this is what we're making this is how it's going to play and hopefully in our mind we're like hopefully the players will do these following things and we'll see what happens mm-hmm. and then we took it out uh the, we made the tech demo based around these core principles of the game and we just went to the comic cons which i've said before to people mm-hmm. go to your cons they're cheap do it and we showed the game off and people were all of a sudden they were doing everything that we were expecting them to do but then they started actually doing speed runs and mm. coming back to try and beat other people's times. And like, there's no leaderboard in the game. And there's no, um, the first version of the game did not keep track of people's times. So we were actually like writing it down. Um, so people who were coming back at the con were like, did anyone beat my time yet? Which was hilarious to us because we were not really thinking of it. And so we were like, Afterwards, we we like, and obviously when we we let people play, we're taking notes the whole time because we're we want to get the the player is our customer, right? And our limited interaction is at these cons, so if we can get good nuggets of information from them that can actually help us sway a certain way, but keep our core foundation together, then we will definitely like go that route. But the leaderboard and speedrun stuff became super popular for us, even more so than the game. Like there's elements in the game that the people loved. But they were more into the like just speed running. They weren't even caring about collecting anything. Hmm. They're just like, I want to get from point A to point B as fast as I can with the, my skills and beat everybody else. So in the future iterations of Pixel Jones, which will be 2016, um, Ooh, uh, we have a specific teaser. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's 2016. Uh, there will be speed runs and leaderboards specifically because the players were like, we want this. There so. it is. Proof and concept. Oh, yeah. Yep. It, it, yeah, you always you always go with what your audience wants, usually. Usually. Cool. Um yeah, so thank you, Alex, uh, for doing that. Um and pick up Lost Orbix. It's definitely a fun game and Stay tuned. I'll tweet it out and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I'm going to, because the timing is weird. I'm saying this right now as if I'm going to be, I'm going to play it, but when I actually post this, I might be playing it. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're listening to this past Saturday, uh, then just ignore this, I guess, but mm-hmm. pick up Lost Orbit. It's on Steam and PS4. It's, uh, it's definitely a lot of fun. Also, just wanted to throw a quick thing out there. Yep. Uh, Alex usually comes to Game Dev Drinks in Hamilton. Yes, he does. So... Uh, if you actually ever want to meet the guy and talk to him about, and his uh, his uh, one of his partners, uh, Chris, uh, he usually shows up too. Um, so they show up usually at Game Dev Drinks, and you can talk to them about games. They're usually there, so awesome. and they're really nice guys. They're always cool to talk to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just thought I'd 
tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on out, guys, especially the kids. <laughs> cool. Um, moving around right along, uh, M++, I want to pause the game right now. <laughs> Updates on M++. This is the, uh, it, N was originally like a Flash game, and it's like a ninja platformer. You die a lot. It's really fun. Uh, but basically, they just kind of gave an update on uh, patches and porting it and sales and, and whatnot, or that fact that it's going to have a sale. So this is like one of the first topics we ever, that Brett and I ever talked about on the podcast. Uh, but basically, their, uh, I guess, philosophy or their plan was to not really have sales for N++ and that you buy the game. The earlier you buy it, the cheaper it will be, and as the game kind of goes, the, all the like patches and DLC and stuff will be free. It'll be part of it, but then the base price will go up. Hmm. Um, they've decided to kind of uh, not abandon that, but just kind of do participate in like some sales. So it's going to go on sale. Uh, I think it's already on sale in Europe right now. They also talked about how the develop the main develop. So it's three people. Um, one of them, and only one, is a developer, and he's actually moving on to uh, his own project. So they're kind of losing a developer, uh, and so they're looking for like another one. Um, so that it's kind of put a delay on patches and stuff like that. But right. fully intend to still kind of keep supporting the game and uh, and whatnot. So pick it up. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. I want to play again. I want to play later on today. Nice. A lot of content in that game. Um, yeah, because it, it, reta- it was like for 20 bucks, which is kind of above the normal like indie price. Mm-hmm. Normally it's like 10 or $15. So I don't know if that's kind of scared off some people, but uh, there's a lot of content in that game. So check the, check it out. I linked to the full like post. Follow them on Twitter too because they tweet a lot. They always tweet streamers as well and people who are creating levels and, <coughs> and whatnot. So um, yeah. Discuss while I while I play. <laughs> they should should get this game up on Steam. I think that's their. So I forget if I said that. No. So in the blog post they said that is their like first mission. Um, All right. I will buy it when it's on Steam, guys. Because it's currently only on PS4. Hmm. You got a sale. So <laughs> wish list. So um, yeah. So it's it's planned for Steam. That's their like first. That's the somewhere in the blog post they said like oh that's like our main. That's like the first, I guess, system that they're thinking about in terms of porting. Nice. So, all you PC people. I wouldn't mind a Wii U version too, guys. It's never going to happen. Bro. <laughs> don't, don't be like that. I mean... Yeah? The Wii U, man, I don't know. The Wii U, like... I don't know. It's, uh... I love it, but... Isn't, like... Let's actually ask you developing for the Wii U, uh, correct? Or do I have to go edit that? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. No, you said in the past that you're a yeah. Wii U developer. Um, does the fact that NX is most likely a year away from now, uh, does that like concern you at all? Nope. Not at all? Not really. All right, then. They haven't, they haven't said that anything's been changing... Uh, wait, can I say anything about that? No. Well, uh, if it's an if it's like an, an eShop game, does that does that not sort of mean that it could be yeah, it's, pretty like easily backwards compatible? Yeah, that's how I'm exactly looking at it. It's just like it's a digital download. True. So if they're still running Unity with uh, the NX, then there's no problem. Just move it over there. So true. Not that's a, a good point because actually the Wii the Wii Store is still on the Wii U. 
yeah, whatever. So, so I'm I'm not looking at it as a negative. So I think everybody else should be doing the same thing. I guess I guess if you were just doing like a physical release or something like that, which isn't necessarily something that indie developers really like focus on. Mm-hmm. That well, uh, I, yeah, like I don't I don't think the NX is any deterrent. I think they've said that they've been giving out NX. Uh, consoles to certain developers yeah i so. think that was the big news a few weeks ago that like the developing kit developer kit or whatever is like yeah finally out there yeah and it's not i don't think the indie developers are getting it yet so <laughs> no i don't think so either because i haven't seen anything that, that says that yet so but if they are giving them out to indie developers it'd probably be like uh yacht club games um uh the other guys Guys who make Shanti, what's that? Wayward Ford. Wayward Ford, yeah, yeah. It'd be the big, the, the bigger, in, big. the bigger indies. So yeah. probably Cappy has a freaking one by now too. Actually, they don't even do Wii U stuff. Come they, on, Cappy. They've mostly done PS4 or PlayStation stuff. So yeah. Well, I'm talking to Cappy Nathan. <laughs> Go, let's get that Wii U stuff going. So they got they got the PS5 dev kit maybe, but not the not the NX. <laughs> there's no way a PS5 dev kit exists. Yeah. No, <laughs> That's no, there's like, no way. What, that that uh, system is yeah. like six years away. So, yeah. I, was, I was just joking. Um, let me. I'm sorry. I'm in mid battle right now. So good. <laughs> oh, good. What's next? Uh, I don't know. Actually, my computer. At the Alone with You trailer. Bam. Let's talk about that. All right. So, Alone with You is from Benjamin Rivers, who made Home, um, which is uh, like a. I guess a 2D, like, story-driven horror game. Uh, Alone mm-hmm. With You kind of looks very story-driven. It doesn't look 2D, but um, it's sort of in that same mindset of, like, more... It's more story-focused than anything. And uh, there was a new trailer mm-hmm. and basically cool. the announcement that it's coming to PS4 and Vita uh, next year. Spring of next year, I think. And uh, for anyone going to the PlayStation experience in December, too, it's going to be there. But Sorry. Dan, were you going to say something? Nice. The art style is this pretty game unique. Be on the Wii U, I don't understand why it's not. Yeah, the- <laughs> enough of the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, li- I like the art style. I think it's pretty unique, and uh, you know, uh, the idea of an AI sort of you know following you around, yeah, and uh, and sort of narrating the entire thing seems pretty cool. Yeah, you like. Um, I wonder if it's going to since it is sort of like it's like a a horror story game, right? So. I wonder if, um, if it's going to turn into like a HAL situation. You know what I mean? That's with the AI. I, yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Because you do talk to, there's like four characters mm. that you will talk to at some point in the game, but they're all dead. So you're talking to like their kind of holographic, uh, I guess, sort of like iRobot. Uh, shout out to Will Smith. Uh. <laughs> um, Mm. So yeah, I think it will be kind of like that's just that horror, like you're all alone, figure it out sort of stuff. So uh, I'm excited. I liked Home a lot. Home was actually like one of the first, another one of the first games I kind of realized was Toronto developed, um, specifically from Benjamin Rivers. So I'm kind of I'm pumped for this because I liked Home a lot. You know, you know, what I thought, have you have you had a chance to have have you had a chance to get through any of uh, Phantom Pi recently? There's this there's this cool. I think it's in the very first level, actually, where there's just like sort of this busted television set, mm-hmm. and you're and you can actually go up to it and start scrolling through channels. Mm-hmm. And one of the channels is uh, just a little yeah. clip from home. 
Oh, really? Uh, which is cool. It's a little homage to home. It's got the character. Oh. Yeah, it's just got the character, and it's just, you know, like a little faded. And, and I'm like, wait, I recognize that character. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was just reading. I was just watching um, the Benjamin Rivers, um, <laughs> what's it called? The uh, Alone With You trailer, and then did some more research and found out he did home and all the rest of it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then, interestingly enough, the very next channel is Fate Tectonics. Oh, really? Yeah, which was pretty cool. And, uh, uh, you know, a funny story. Like, before it was called Fate Tectonics even, I think it was just sort of a, they were just working on it a little bit. Um, I had actually written a piece of music for them uh, a while ago. Um, and then that's the piece of music that appears on the television set, <laughs> which is kind oh, of interesting. Royalty. I hadn't heard that. Royalty, <laughs> son. <laughs> I hadn't heard that piece of music in such a long time. And then I saw the home thing. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. What's on the next channel? And then, bam, I was like, whoa, that's weird. That's a piece of music I wrote like like two and a half years ago. But, uh, but no, it's all good. It was just uh, awesome. the one piece in it. And it ended up on that game, which was kind of interesting. I haven't played it yet myself. Um just because the all the codes that I had, I I given away, um, and I still just haven't picked up a freaking Apple Card yet to pay for like Starseed and Phantom Pi and uh, and other stuff like that. So I'm gonna pick it up soon. Mm-hmm. Actually, probably this weekend is probably good to do that. But that's cool, actually. It's a it's a lot of fun. It's it's a it's a really simple puzzler. At least the first six levels, which is as far as I've gotten so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot of fun to play. Yeah. Nice. Shooters teaser. So this is a it's just a quick like teaser video of kind of a, a developer's um, upcoming game. Again, I'm going to go over the two step process on how to get featured on TorontoGameDevs.com. Step one: do anything <laughs> with gaming, uh, music, uh, art, <laughs> whatever. Step two: uh, tell me about it. It's uh, it's really easy. Just DM me, email me, whatever, and you'll get featured on the site so this is uh the next game kind of coming up from uh developer castra uh school germany i'm gonna butcher his name um he has a uh, he has dashi square out now which actually i played a lot when i was in tokyo which was so it's really uh really fun really easy pick up and play uh mm-hmm. on ios only sorry brett i think anyways you can check right now if you want um i'm on it but yeah f- fun little games and uh and a local Dashi developer. So. Yeah, it's a free Dashi Square is a is a free game. I think there's a or I think there's like a light version and then like a version without ads or whatever. So mm. check cool. out the teaser. Check this out. Yeah, follow them on Twitter. Follow him on Twitter. And uh, yeah, that's all the news I think. Right? Nope. Oh. Oh. It is there on. It's there on Droid. Oh. Yeah. Nice. There you go. Download it. Install. <laughs> I just got oh, a, I just got a trophy too. I'm making my way to get the platinum for this game. Um, I think that's I think that's it for the news. Unless We're Brett, get a droid. yeah. <laughs> unless Brett wants to give us like a a quick one minute review of Dashi Square. Brett, I'm just I'm still installing it. Oh, okay, okay. No. I'm installing. It. <laughs> yeah. Um, soon though. Soon. <laughs> Let's go Dashi Square. So yeah, extra life. Thank you, everyone, who donated and whatnot and spreading the word and check out the stream and everything like that. Uh, I don't really have anything else to talk about. Brett, Dan, do you? He's playing Dashy Square. All right. Speaking of <laughs> yeah. games that we're currently playing, 
All right, Brett's preoccupied. <laughs> I am uh, currently. <laughs> I think it's Dashy Square. <laughs> I think... What am I playing right now? Oh, geez, I'm still playing a lot of Dungeon Boss, which is a great mobile game. Everybody should be playing it. Uh, you know, add me TP Smoke if you're playing. <laughs> um, I just I you know what I did last night? I uh, I bought a whole bunch of well, I bought a hun- the latest Humble Bundle. And I am looking forward to playing Tesla Grad. Sweet. Oh, and, true. Uh, yeah, that's probably when I'm going to actually start playing very soon. Yeah. Cool. Follow Brett, uh, Brett Meeser, and at Hard Circle and cool. uh, Game Dev Drinks. Uh, follow Dan at Dan Rodriguez. Uh, follow me at Toronto Game Devs. Thanks, guys. Is at Composing Dan. No problem. Oh, Composing Dan. Sorry. Yeah. At Composing Dan. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye, everyone. See you guys. Later.